0: Welcome everyone to episode 76 of Kowalski Analysis.
1: I'm your host Rob Kowalski and this is a podcast designed to help you navigate the weight and become the best version of you. And tonight we have on a special guest. This is Melissa. Should I call you Melissa or Mel? I go by Mel. Mel New. And Mel is the founder and owner of IYKYK and that stands for if you know you know dating. She grew up in a Christian home in Phoenix, Arizona. And she She got saved when she was 11 years old. She loves to travel, especially with friends. And she moved to San Diego four years ago and started her business, IYKYK Dating, in early 2021 after being laid off from her full-time software sales job due to the pandemic. She's passionate about mental health, therapy, and obviously Christian dating. Welcome to the show, Mel. Hello. Thanks
0: for having me.
1: Absolutely. So I think this is going to be fun. I actually posted that uh, we were gonna be talking in the waiting works community. And I let all the members give me questions. Everybody seemed very curious about this. <laughs> so before we start, we like to do a little uh, a little game that we call this or that. So I'm gonna ask you five this or that questions and you just answer them as, as a way for our audience to get to know you a little bit better. Are you ready?
0: I'm ready.
1: All right. Romantic comedy or horror movie,
0: romantic comedy,
1: rom-com. Okay. Rom-com. Be, be really similar to a partner or completely different. <clears throat> mm.
0: Oh, that's so hard. Really similar,
1: really similar. Okay. Yeah. I, I think opposites might attract, but then you drive each other crazy. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. Share food or have separate meals. Share food share food. I love it. Same for me. I eat off people's plates. Uh, be told where you're going on a date or be surprised. Told. Hold.
0: Yeah, immediately told.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, Instagram or TikTok?
0: Ooh, TikTok.
1: I knew you would say it. You make it TikTok. <laughs> I <do know. clears throat> All right. So let's just dive into it. Before we get in, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and why you're so passionate about Christian dating.
0: Yeah, love to. So you did a great job with my intro. Um, But in addition to that, as far as maybe my kind of dating background is, so I grew up in a Christian home, and I grew up in the era of, you know, evangelical Christian, uh, Joshua Harris, I Kiss Dating Goodbye, and I was pretty fortunate that my parents didn't necessarily have that viewpoint of, you know, um, being super, super serious and intentional about dating at such a young age. And they were actually more of like, you should date around. <laughs> you should like to know more people. I'm like, can't believe you'd say something like that. You know, have you not read Joshua Harris's I Kiss Dating Goodbye? Um, and so I feel like from a young age, I definitely was more, um, a more legalistic about dating and definitely uh, thought there was like a set of rules. And then I, I knew from a young age that I wanted to date a Christian. And so I had a lot of really good boundaries and a lot of good standards and so just for a long time i just didn't ever date anybody until i was maybe like 26 even i mean i had like a high school boyfriend for like two weeks (laughs) but other than that i just had never found a guy that i felt like really was up to like the standards that i really wanted and then yeah turned 26 and i was coming back from the mission field and i was like you know i want to meet somebody and so i started kind of online dating and I just realized wow this whole dating game is hard and it's confusing and it's different than when I was in college or in high school because you don't just have a million people your same age around you you know and you have to be more intentional about it and there's rules and there's there's unwritten rules and um my first online date I got I got ghosted by a youth pastor and that one was like just a really hard one for me because I was like wait what like I thought You got to be intentional. It was just it was a whole new thing of navigating. So, I remember at twenty six, I had to really rethink. Okay, what do I think about dating? Because obviously, I took it way too seriously. At least that youth pastor, and then I got heartbroken. Then I'm like, I think I'm taking this too seriously, but I've been told to take it so seriously. So, I listened to some really good podcasts about, and they talked a lot about what. Well, with dating, why don't you just focus on connecting with the person in front of you? So I was like, you know, I really like that idea. I'll try it out. See. And so probably from the time 26 and I, I turned 30 in March, I've just really focused on doing that as kind of my, my goal in dating. Obviously there's an overarching goal of, yes, you want to get married, but, um, but having more of a goal of connecting and me really seeing a lot of fruit from that. Um, and so that's kind of how I came to become really passionate about this idea of, of dating in a way that's actually a lot more biblical and a lot more um healthy than what the church has has suggested christian state so yeah i'll leave it at that for right now
1: yeah (laughs) no i hear you there's a lot of toxic information out there um yeah so just before i i want to talk to you a little bit about your secret sauce with the dating like what your you know your mo is um Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but before i ask that i just want to add i've feel like a really um so 22 years for the most part except when i was backslidden i haven't dated so 6 years i didn't date and then for the mm-hmm. last 10 11 years i really have maybe been on five dates or something i don't know something really low
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i had this stirring in me now like i'm really excited to get out there i think i don't know what it is since i moved in i moved in with my uncle because he's getting older and i'm kind of acting like as a caregiver and yeah. something about happened i don't know if it's because um I don't, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit more financially uh, stable now um, or what, but I just feel it feels something different changed where I'm like really excited to date and maybe get married. I was thinking I could get married if I got married in four months, which is possible if I was to meet her and, you know, we'd be obviously the fast track, but that would be like right before my 50th birthday. So I'm like, that'd be pretty sweet. Go away on my honeymoon for my 50th birthday present. So look, if you know any good looking Christian girls out there. I wouldn't mind meeting them. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> they, gotta to, they gotta move to Baltimore though. Um, you know, like I, I'm not going into it with any preconceived notions. Mm-hmm. A friend asked me, like, you know, do you care if they have kids or not? I'm like, no. Do you want to have kids or not? I'm like, you know, it for me, it's all take it or I'm like, I want a connection with the person first. Mm-hmm. And everything else after that is, you know, negotiable. Do we have kids? Do not. If she doesn't want to, I'm okay with all that. But first I want to meet somebody that I can't get enough of. So yeah. um, I would say um, 25 plus, whatever, you know.
0: All right, ladies, you heard
1: it here. Yeah. Get in my DM, ladies.
0: Yeah, in his DMs. <laughs> um, so, okay, uh, thank you.
1: so with City Fam, our secret sauce is, or, you know, if you want to call it that, is we do one social event. And one service so social event on the first Friday of the month called Renegade. Usually go to a bar restaurant. Service event on the third Saturday of the month, sold out Saturday. <clears throat> That's our kind of you know typical schedule. And we do lots of events in between there, the unofficial events by members. But what is what is the uh, I Y K Y K? Is that right? Okay. And we say I Y K for <laughs> short.
0: Just go I Y K.
1: So it's fifty. I know it's 50 50 men, fifty women, right?
0: um it can be so we have a minimum where we say at least 20 guys and at least 20 girls we always want to keep it even ratios so maybe for people who aren't quite sure what we do we actually run dating mixers for people who are single who are christian and it's designed to be for people to meet local singles in their area who are also christian that are going to church and so we think hey why don't we gather these people together You know, they go to all different churches, because sometimes there's maybe not people at your church that you want to date, or maybe there are, but there really isn't necessarily a forum to, for you to feel like it would be appropriate for you to even go up to them or ask them on a date. And, you know, there's definitely different church cultures, different temperatures where that's really encouraged, that's really looked down upon. And it, it is, it's a hard thing to navigate. So my thought was just like, why don't I like literally create an environment where it is okay to intentionally date, it' okay to, you know, give your contact information out that that's like kind of the goal of it um, in addition to, you know, just making friends, just connecting. And so that's kind of what, I mean, that's what we do, that we're an event company, um, ministry company where we wanna do it with excellence. And we put these on these mixers all over the United States and eventually our goal is to have one in every, you know, major city in the United States. But we have, like I said, a minimum of 20 guys and 20 girls. We always have even ratios because I don't know about you, but I have noticed in the church world, a lot of times we have a big women yeah. outweigh yeah. the men, which you guys yeah. are like, that's fine with me. Like, yeah, right?
1: Okay. No. You know, like, I'm work. sure
0: that would be fine with you. I mean, yeah, fair enough. That would be fine with you. But we really want this to be more of like an even playing field and to create just a space where... It's not weird because that's kind of weird there's like five girls to one guy it just creates this weird dynamic so mm-hmm. anyway that's going to be the minimum of 40 people are going to be there to the maximum would be 75 <laughs> girls and 75 guys and i don't know if we've ever actually maxed out an event completely yet we've come we've become really close but that's kind of just our that's our secret sauce and so we want to do these in every city once every four months so i think hard that hard. gives you kind of enough time. <laughs> to you know if you meet some people you know and and kind of reset the game where there's gonna be new people in the next four months you know and um and so that's that's kind of our our schedule of how we are trying to to structure everything
1: i like it uh have you seen any marriages come out of these yet
0: so far we have well they're engaged they're gonna get married in september so in like a few months
1: that's good which yeah which
0: is super exciting and then another one they're probably about to get engaged any day now and then another couple who met basically at our event and they're in a pretty serious relationship so that oh. we know of so if anybody's listening out there and you went to one of our events and you're in a relationship please let us know because it makes me so happy
1: yeah you need that testimonial we actually just had a city yeah, fan. I need that right yeah, yeah. We, just, we just had a city Fam marriage uh <clears throat> people two people that oh, met sure. on city Fam. <laughs> And I know we've had at least three over the years, but I think there's probably more because sometimes people meet and they go away and then you don't know what happens to them.
0: Yeah, please tell me.
1: (laughs) So, um, yeah, you mentioned the church, like, you know, going up to somebody at church and it's like, it's so weird because I think, I think, I think women and men both have that kind of fantasy. Like, you know, that's where, you know, like you go meet him at the grocery store and he comes up to you, but it's like, who, who does that? Like who's going to go up to somebody in the grocery store and be like, Hey, like that takes a lot of courage, you know? Although
0: I do encourage it. I encourage y'all do it. Okay. But you're right. It's scary.
1: It's funny because like, and I'm even, I'm, I feel this, but I'm intimidated by women. I don't want to, I don't want to feel rejection and it's like, we forget that they, you know, they they want to meet somebody too. And, but we are scared to approach them. You know, it's, it's such a weird thing. Like the way God created it, it's almost like we're scared of each other a little bit.
0: We are. I, Oh my God. <laughs> like today i was at a coffee shop and there's this like really hot guy. And I was just like, Oh my God, don't look at him. I was just like, hey. I'm nervous, you know? And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like you have to look at him or else he's not going to know. you totally right. He's not going to know you're interested, but if it's somebody you're not, and you can be like, Hey, what's up? And you're like, why am I like,
1: right that's a great point ladies and i because i say don't approach a man don't don't pursue a man but you can make eye contact with him let him know that it's safe to approach
0: or even ask him a question i think that's <laughs> a totally in like i don't know do you come here often maybe not that but <laughs> what's your sign what's your sign
1: no no you don't want to ask, that, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that means he's new agey so yeah. okay hey rob Kowalski here When I first got serious about living intentionally and becoming a better version of myself, I found a major shortage of things to do and people to do them with. And it was the loneliness and boredom that led me to starting CityFam. So I just want to take a moment right now and encourage you to go over and join the CityFam Facebook community. It's a free Facebook group. And in it you'll find purpose-driven people from all over the world that want to enjoy life to the fullest. You can search it on Facebook or you can go to www.friendswithbetterbenefits.com and it'll take you right there. While I'm mentioning it, if you're single searching for real love, love before sex, as I like to say, I want to encourage you to join the waiting works community. That's another free Facebook group. I put together designed to help people wait well, date well, and ultimately hit the mark in life and love. You can go to www.realloveweights.com and I'll see you over there. Now back to the episode. How are you growing? Are you growing organically word of mouth or how are people finding out about you?
0: Yeah, mostly organically, word of mouth. We are on TikTok and Instagram. That's how we got our kind of our big break, I guess, is on uh, TikTok. Uh, one of our videos got like half a million views and that was just, and then we started funneling people into like an intake form so we could start collecting emails. Um, but we are going to start looking into more targeted ads. And because the thing that's hard about this is we we have a lot of girls, which is great but we noticed that we are not lacking in the guys, but the, the amount of guys that have even filled out the interest form is just low, and we realize that's because social media is a lot more of like a woman's game, especially TikTok and Instagram, but, you know, YouTube and Twitter are more kind of like a man's domain, or populated by guys, I guess, and um, and so it's like, okay, that makes sense. Then why we wouldn't have as many guys signing up because I just don't think there's many, they're just not as exposed to it. They just don't know about it. Yeah. So they know they're interested in it. And so someone suggested like, why don't you try targeted ads towards just men and and you know get a really good promo video and then just run them on like um, like TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, Twitter, maybe I don't know if Twitter even does ads, but um <laughs> but yeah to, to run them there to try to, you know, capture more capture
1: the men no i you know it's it's a common problem i mean you hear about this with these dating uh these singles events and it's you know always women outnumbering men and it's like why is that i don't know is it i wonder why that is is it because the culture is just it's so easy for men to have sex now without much work so they're not wanting to put the work in or i don't know what do you think it is
0: I have a few theories, thought lot long and hard about this. So I think first of all, it's okay. So very interesting in the secular world, it's completely flipped, mm-hmm. you know, that you're always going to want to get more girls. And there's like a bajillion guys, you know, think about like bars, lady night, ladies yeah. nights, whatever, there's always more men. And I think there's a few reasons. So the first one, I think that it's because, I mean, women just outweigh men typically in the church these days. So it's going to make sense that there's going to be more women than men who are single, you know, because the sheer numbers and then also some, a dating coach or somebody brought this up talking about how and it does have to do with sex of worldly men you know they're they're kind of the worldly attitudes to be like impulsive and just go after what you want versus Christian men you know they're taught to be you know wise and prudent and you know um, thoughtful through things and so I think in a lot of ways, it comes from a good, I mean, and also some maybe toxic, I don't want to say purity culture, but you know, the Joshua Harris, I kiss dating goodbye, like really high stakes. Um, I think a lot of times you'll see like guys not approaching women or being so bold about it because they don't, they, they care about women. You know, I think it comes from a good place. Yeah. And then lastly, I think that at least when, with non-Christian guys or people that are, you know, sleeping around or whatever, having sex, that It's I feel like a less vulnerable. It's a lower, um, was it lower investment event for somebody who is having sex because in their mind they're like I'm just I'm just coming here to hook up with somebody. But if you're coming to a Christian dating event, like you're not going to have sex with me. You're you're going to have like a relationship or you're, you know, that's kind of your goal. And that's kind of vulnerable to go and be like, yeah, I'm looking for something real. And you can't just be like because I just want to get some. No. That's not, that, that's off the table, you right. know? And so I think it's just, it's more
1: vulnerable. Yeah. So there's something I mentioned in my 10 reasons video is, you know, if you break it all the way, boil it all the way down to the base, <clears throat> what women and men uh, desire if, in a relationship is men want sex and women want security. Not to say that, you know, women don't like sex or men don't like security. We do, but at the core, you know, that's what, what we're, you know, our, our, our motives are. If you want to say motivation is that's You're why wired I like that. Yeah. Women are always going to be the ones to say when we have sex for the first time. If you're not, you know, you're not a Christian, they're, they're the ones that yeah. determine when they give it out. And the men determines when we propose, right. When we commit, give you that. So,
0: right.
1: so that's, I think what you said, that last point you mentioned is because you're right. It's not that there are a lot of men in the bars because they're all there for the sex, that all these mm-hmm. dating things are there for the women are there for the relationship. And the men are like, that's, you know, we're kind of like, almost like an animal. We don't want to be trapped a little bit. We're like, you know what I mean? That's the way it feels like, cause you're like, well, I don't know. It's weird. Like I totally want to have sex like again. And I had, I hadn't went out and tried to find a relationship that badly, but now I am. So I don't know, but I think, I think you hit the nail on the head on on that Mm -hmm. last point. So um, how do you choose the cities where you're going to next?
0: Yeah. So We look directly at our interest form, our intake form. Basically, we look and see how many people have filled it out and where they're from in the United States. And so, you know, for example, one really big area was from Dallas. We had a ton of signups from Dallas. And so what we need is at least 200 signups from the city that we want to go to. And I actually just looked with my marketing person, like we looked at the numbers and realized we need even more numbers than that um because most of these these are women signing up so we're like okay we actually need even more signups with, from men as well like a 100 of those need to be from men sure. um, just to be able to fill the numbers so um so that's a huge waste so we always are encouraging people we're like like come to my city come to my city You're like have you filled out the interest form yet because if we don't have an email to send hey we're coming to your city then it's going to be really hard to fill that event sure um, And so we're always like, share it with your friends, share with your single friends, you know, get, get, especially men to sign up and fill out this form. It's not very long. It's just your, it's just some like information so that we can just be in contact with you.
1: Good. Yeah. So we have a social fam group in Dallas that's Mm -hmm. just uh, starting to get going again and they're starting to do events. So they might be very interested in uh, in learning, learning about when you want, when you're coming there. I actually was on Elliot Hall. So I don't know if you know Elliot Hall. He's a pretty famous YouTuber. He's got about 800 and some thousand subscribers and he's like a strong man, but he's also a coach to men and he's all about, you know, real masculinity. And and so now he's, he became a a believer and now he's, you know, telling his men, you need to get, find a wife and get married. You know, abstinence is real, real man masculinity and so he had me on the show to talk about it and he said he said uh you know all of his guys are always like where are the girls that aren't sluts like you know like where are the girls worth waiting for and I'm like I said dude they're saying the opposite in in the waiting works community they're all the girls are like where are the men that are would be that are waiting or at least willing to wait and he's like yeah we got to link them up so I might might connect you with him because he's got a lot of men that are looking for wives supposedly
0: amazing it's so interesting like because I always hear that too I don't know what the disconnect is because it seems like talking to all these girls and they're like, I want a good guy whatever. I'm like, okay, I know a million of those. And I talk to the guys, I want a good girl. I'm like, I know a million of those. And then I don't know, sometimes it's, it's just so interesting because I mean, everybody has their type, you know? And so it's not that there's not any good guys out there or not any good girls out there, is that people, you know, they're, they're maybe looking for a certain type and maybe they're not seeing that, then they're like, oh, there's nobody. Right. But
1: discouraged. I don't
0: know. I think what?
1: They just get discouraged. you get disheartened after a while. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the questions that the, the uh members of the waiting works community ask is how are you screening people? Like, you know, how are you seeing um as far as like if let's see if they're like serious believers and how 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 do you screen? Totally.
0: Them? Yeah, that's a great question. So it actually, it basically screens itself because we have um, our, our ticket price is at $75, which I know may seem like a lot of money initially. Like, what am I really getting for $75? But, you know, it's not just investing in, in you know, the, it's not really always what you're getting like physically from it, but, you know, where else are you going to go to meet up to 150 other singles? You know, in your city, that love Jesus, that are willing, like ready to date, that also paid seventy five dollars to be there. So if somebody's just trying to hook up, I mean, there's a lot cheaper ways to do that. You right. know, and yeah, exactly. so it it really does. I mean, you, you're always gonna have people fall through the cracks. You know, I can't, I can't, I don't know people's hearts, so I don't know for sure if they're there for the right reasons. But yeah. for the most part, you know, that's it's a pretty, um, pretty natural screening process. Right. And and yeah, so that, it, it
1: works out. Yeah. People ask the question about city fam. They're like, what do you do if somebody comes in? Cause if, we're not faith-based.
0: Mm-hmm. There
1: are a lot of Christians in it, but they're like, what do you do if somebody comes in and they're, you know, like not, not that are drunk or they're hitting on the girl. I'm like, the culture just spits them out.
0: You mm-hmm. know, they,
1: they still, they, they either change or they just leave. They
0: won't but, like it, you know? Yeah,
1: it's- it does it right. Exactly. So, but one thing I will mention is, is I heard that Christian mingle, is like kind of ba- like a cesspool I heard there's like a lot of got like predators on there guys that are just want to, oh, want to have sex with christian girls I was like that's terrible you know like <laughs> if you're going to be a dirtbag don't do it in christian mingled. Like, you, you know, I mean, like I feel like
0: I just like laughed though because I'm like if you want to have sex with anybody why would you try to I mean I guess maybe it's like the thrill or like the challenge like if I could get a christian girl to fold like I don't right. know I'm just like you're an idiot like there are, I don't know. I'm just like, that's funny because if they're not gonna have sexy, why would you try?
1: Right. Well, they know, must not they read mean. the Bible because there's that verse about the millstone hung around your neck, you know, like yeah, it,
0: yikes. you yeah, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah, but not, not
1: good.
0: I don't know. I also feel just kind of on that a little bit about just this. I, I always like to change. I'm I'm a huge advocate for women. And I think women are powerful and we're so capable of so much more than society that sometimes even the church tells us we can. And so Sometimes I think that women need to take more responsibility for, and hear me out, women, as I'm saying this, and let me finish my thought when I say more responsibility for being their own advocates. And when I say that, I mean even this idea of like men being, you know, creepy on Christian needle, let's say. Um, you know, instead of saying like, man, we got to protect these women, which I'm, yes, protect women when they can't advocate for themselves. But why don't we teach women like what to look out for, like red flags and how to say no to somebody? And I get it. If if this guy's gonna attack her or make her feel unsafe, there's there's times where women need protection. But I just know for myself, I mean, I've I maybe didn't say this earlier, but you know, in the, this time from 26 to 30, I've been on like 60 first dates, like at least. And so I've really been able to see like, okay, there's different types of guys. Some of them show you their red flags earlier on and And that I've had to like really assert myself sometimes and be like, hey, that's not okay behavior. And so instead of me being like, oh man, like these guys who are calling themselves Christian are walking all over me. I'm like, no, nobody gets to walk all over me unless I let them, you know, I get to choose to go out with this guy. I get to choose to continue to go out with this guy. If he's going to be a dirtbag, like, and I choose to continue to go out with him, whose fault is that really? Like, I put myself in that situation. And Again, I wanna say I understand it's nuanced and there's trauma and everything, like, but at the end of the day, like no one's here, no one's gonna save you. You have to you have to save yourself, you know, like you have to advocate for yourself and be a strong woman because guys like guys are not gonna get unless they're forcing your hand, like they're not gonna get away with it if you keep walking away.
1: Right, sure. So um second I ask you, how many second dates of those 60? A handful handful that's okay so how do you what what do you so basically is it just discernment like you're kind of reading your spirit to see you know are you're you, am I excited to see him again or what or is it or some like you know pre like non-negotiables you have that they have to meet or how do you how do you determine who gets a second date and who doesn't
0: right so a lot of it is I'm always just very willing to go on like a first date because the way at least I look at it is like well I think there's like four stages there's Dating, relationship, engaged marriage. And that the dating phase, you're literally meeting a stranger. And so when I say I've been on a date, it doesn't mean I've been in 60 relationships. So it's just as much as, you know, you go to church and you see 10 women. And if you're like, like, I'm not really interested in any of them, but let's say you were like, I haven't met them yet. So I'll I'll try it out. It's like meeting somebody for the first time at church. If I see them on an app, you know, and there's just going to be a lot (laughs) of no's. And so I think that a lot of times it's just not, attracted or I found a few where I was like, Oh, I'd be interested in a second date. And I just don't ever hear back from them. You know, sure. it's all the time. It's so like, it's horrible, but like, yeah, it's so normal, you know, it you have to be, like part of it, you know, like they don't respond back. Don't take it personally. You maybe you're not their type. That's okay. Give you a lot of other people's types.
1: Totally. It really isn't as complicated as people make it. People have asked me before they're like, dude, nobody's came along that you were interested. in." I'm like, actually, there were a couple of girls that I was interested in and they weren't interested in me. And, and that's really the, the kind of the, you know, the whole point to it is like, you want to find somebody like when sometimes women will complain, they'll be like, you know, oh, there's no guys out there. I'm like, look, you have men right now in your life that would marry you. I guarantee it,
0: but and you don't right now. Right.
1: But you don't like them. Right. You're like, ew. no Right. right? So like everybody has that. So the, the goal is, is to find somebody that you would, that they're your equal on some level. Like they they go all in and they reciprocate, and then that's the person. I think what where we get ourselves into trouble, especially when you know when we fornicate, is because men will have sex with a woman that they wouldn't go all in on, that just maybe not their their best yes, and they'll but they'll have sex with her, and then what happens is you drift into a relationship sometimes with some of those girls, and then it's you're kind of one foot in and one foot out, looking over your shoulder. I, this is I lived that story for many years um but when oh, yeah. when you wait you're 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 going to try to say your best yes and then you're probably not going to be able to you know get her on the first night any like so if you if you are able to sleep with the girl on the first night she's not your best yes you know like honestly cuz you're going to have to put a little work for your best yes i mean and this is just me talking to the non-christians out there hey rob here back with one more thing When I first started down this way of life, I was super determined to not have premarital sex, even if it meant being alone and doing life by myself. But my desire for making positive changes quickly led to feelings of loneliness and boredom, to the point where I fell into a deep depression and I wasn't enjoying my life at all. It wasn't until years later when I backslid, hit rock bottom and then rededicated, at which point I started working with life coaches that things finally came into focus and I understood how the season of singleness was a blessing and how to use it to my advantage. Over the last 10 years, I formed an amazing process that's not only allowed me, but everyone I've shared it with to become the absolute best version of themselves. And I wanna do that same thing for you. I wanna show you how to maximize the season of singleness to discover a purpose and create a life that you couldn't even have dreamt of if you tried if that sounds like something you'd be interested in go to my website robbykowalski.com click on the courses tab and you'll see two courses there one called the proverbs 31 blueprint for ladies one called unleash the best you for men click on the one that's right for you and enter the code podcast to take 50 percent off for a limited time i hope to see you on the inside now back to the episode so what would you say this is something from a reader I want to have you respond to this person. How do you really know what a person is like by the image they portray in this type of environment? I like to see how a person treats others when he doesn't think I'm watching. I like to ask his friends about him. I can't see how this mixer concept would help you see what a person is really like. I'm all for doing fun stuff and meeting people, all all kids, all kids of friends. I don't know what that means, but I can't see how a mixer can connect healthy, meaningful relationships.
0: All right. Okay. I hear you. but. I think people, the thing is with that, that takes time. You are never going to know that with anything. Like, you know, it's like, that's such a, it's silly to me in the sense of, you know, if you're going to meet a friend, you know, should you go to, I mean, I'm trying to think of a place where you might like meet friends. Um, I don't know, like a party or something, you know, and be like, I don't want to meet friends here because I don't know what they're really like right. but consistently, like, you know, or, or just like hating on like the place that you meet them. But it's like, in reality, I'm not suggesting anybody marry somebody after they meet them this one time or even get in a relationship after the first time you really you need to trust somebody before you get in a relationship. It's dating, then relationship. And, and I would hope that even if you met somebody at church, that you would never just jump right into a relationship with them just because you met them at church. Like, right. trust me, like, do not do, like, ain't nobody crap. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't trust anybody until they've shown you that you can trust, they can trust you because you're valuable. And so I think that's like, I would, I would just take it back a whole bunch of layers and be like, what do you, what do you mean? Like when do you ever just get into a relationship with somebody without Seeing them over time, and right. how do you see somebody over time? You spend time with them, maybe in groups. That's fine, but it's like, how else do you expect or would you suggest meeting somebody?
1: Right, I don't you got to meet them. You got to meet them somewhere.
0: Got to meet them somewhere, and and then on the flip side, it, like kind of I had said, it almost sounds like she's like like I don't know. I guess what would your alternative be? You know?
1: Yeah, I, it's not. It's not. It's not like this or that it's both. It's like, you got to, you meet them here. And then you, you do see them in all those other environments that you want, but this, you had to meet yeah. them somewhere. Even if you met them at the grocery store, you're not going to know all those things about them right off the jump. I, I thought it was a little, if, yeah. 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 Maybe, I think maybe. Even
0: to- if you saw them interacting with people at the mixer, I would still say that's not enough information to, uh, right? you know, like you got to see consistency with this person to really make like a informed judgment about somebody
1: so for the older people like myself what do you do for people over 39
0: wait wait, sorry i guess
1: is that is that the cutoff 39 is is the cutoff 39 years old because somebody said what do you do what about the people that are older than 39 somebody asked
0: yeah we man we want to do it for every age rate age range uh right now because we are still so small it's just we don't have um I think it's called critical mass like we don't have enough people to be filling these events so maybe once we get a lot better at targeted ads we'd be able to like really fill these events but we're like I mean to be honest this really I mean I only went full time in May and so only like a few months ago and we had our first first mixer in December 2021 but that wasn't even I mean at that point we were like this is just a side fun thing we're not really even going to be doing this and then even our, our mixer in February was like, eh, this is still fun. And so it wasn't like real until April. So we're so small mm-hmm. that we're like, you know, what, eventually I hope we can get to that age range, but we would just need way more people to even just know about us so we can fill the events.
1: Well, that's how you get more guys. Cause you let the older guys come in and date the younger girls and then you'll have more guys or just make the, make the age range bigger for men. Like, you know, if it's if it's twenty one to thirty nine for when the
0: girls don't come because they're like the guys are old and creepy. Well,
1: yeah, I'm saying you could don't make them like 60, but, you know, maybe you do forty five or something. I don't know.
0: Um,
1: so tell we everybody. Have, how, so we did hi. have
0: twenty two to four. I was going to say we did have twenty two to forty and that just felt like a little bit too it was, it, it, it's a hard thing because it's also hard because everybody has different preferences. Mm. Some people are like, I only date people who are 10 years plus older than me, or I only date people who are 10 years plus younger than me. And so it's just so hard to really cater to everybody's desires. So we're like, we do need to make it a little smaller. So hopefully at some point we will be able to have more age ranges.
1: Yeah. We don't want to turn it into sugar but
0: <laughs> definitely not. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so getting back out into the dating world a little bit. And I was just gonna kind of do exactly what you said where I'm gonna go on some like very low stakes first dates. I don't even know if I want to call it a date, just kind of get to know each other, have a coffee and, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of get a read on do I want to see him again, you know, it's drive peace about taking another step? But um yeah, you asked me I think before if uh if I'd ever done any online dating, and I said I created a Facebook dating profile like three weeks ago, but it. It hasn't been a good experience. It's a bunch of, what it seems like to me is there's anytime there's like a a cute girl in there, it turns out to be like, not, it's probably like a catfish, you know, like a person pretending to be somebody that they're not. So, uh, you were, you said there was other dating sites.
0: Yeah. So Uh, I, okay. So most of my like 60 first dates were all from online. I mean, I've been very rarely asked out in real life. mm -hmm. And so I would say y'all get on online dating if you're not already and but there's some caveats around it and realizing that it's like it's a big game you know and I'm not saying to be a player I'm just saying to even protect your own heart just keep it lighthearted. and but I would say my tips is like do on I would still go on bumble on hinge hinge is a really good one, and I really like that one and I would why? say try to just why do, you like, why? Do you
1: like, why do you like hinge yeah
0: I like hinge because it just seems like you can kind of get an idea of what the person's like obviously you're never going to know until you meet them but it just seems like a lot of people are on hinge and so there's just a lot of people to choose from and so um I would just say yeah try to I always try to meet up with like the person as as soon as possible and as a woman obviously I'm not asking them out but I like have my ways of um I have a little hack here what I like to say is if they're like you know asking me lots of questions back and forth I like to say, that's a really good question, but an even better in-person answer, Winky face. You really just like, you drop that hinky real hard. And so they know exactly what you want. And and then if they're like, well, yeah, we should hang out sometime. be like, yeah, we should, you know, and and just kind of keep putting the ball back in their court. And so for a guy, you know, there's really not, I mean, maybe back and forth a few times and then being like, hey, like I would love to hear more about that in person or something like that, you know, just make it like, it doesn't have to be a huge line or anything. Just try to like get off of texting as fast as possible. Yeah, um, good, good advice. You know, and, and, just, and just making it like another good thing for like dating advice, I think for guys especially, like you always want to make sure that you're suggesting a place that's like very public because we as women have to worry about like safety and stuff. And then um, so just being like, hey, do you want to get coffee at, you know, or, or what what part of town do you live in so we can schedule something close to you? you know, whatever. And then I always like to, I always appreciate when guys also ask like, do you have any dietary restrictions? Cause I mean, at least where I live in California, everyone's gluten-free, you know, um, whatever they have issues, <laughs> not issues, but, you know, stomach issues. And so I would just say, yeah, ask the girls kind of makes you sound caring and, you know, considerate, and just try to get face-to-face as soon as possible. And, um, and, you know, if it's a catfish, like, okay, cool. Like you met at a coffee shop, bring some work just in case. And then use work, yeah. you know? And um, so, yeah, I would say to do that. But then also, especially for Christian guys out there listening, if there are any, I would say definitely have accountability, like talk to a buddy before you go, because the thing is, I think a lot of times either the church or pastors or people, well, many people, they're like, ooh, be so careful, like, because they don't, they basically don't want you just like hooking up with people, you know? And they're like, this is just a big hookup app. And I think a lot of times the women I've heard from my Christian guy friends or people who are trying to stay abstinent, you know, these women are like aggressive, you know, and they're like making all these, like, they're like, how do I going to go back to my place you know, on the first date? And so I would say my biggest piece of advice, and I, I went on a date with a guy once who's Christian, who's so, so kind. And I, he's like, he's like, I got to text my buddy. He's my accountability partner. Let him know that I just left. And I was like, that is so adorable. Like, you know, I was just, I was so like, I was honestly very impressed because I was like, wow, like you have accountability even on a first date with somebody you don't know, like that's so smart because it could be a really easy pathway down to, you know, getting back into things that you maybe don't want to get into because, and that's what I mean, like keep it public. Don't, don't go hang out. Don't, don't make it a really long one because you want to make sure this is with a trustworthy girl or guy, you know, and just keep yourselves in safe situations. So I would say definitely have accountability you know, have your buddy ask you, then ask me about what happened last night. So then I have to share everything with you, but something that did happen, you know, whatever. Um, and you just have fun with it and you know, you're know, you just connecting with the person and, and maybe they're not going to be your person. but maybe they'll have a friend that is, or maybe you'll have a friend that's better suited for them, you know, just focus on connecting and staying present in the moment.
1: Love it. It's good stuff. Get from virtual to in-person as quickly as possible, public place, mm-hmm. make sure that, uh, that it's a coffee date or something short, because even like a dinner that could be two hours, you know, and you don't want that kind of commitment on a first meeting.
0: Yeah, and You're it's expensive. It.
1: Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, <laughs> so you heard it here from the dating the dating pro.
0: <laughs> you heard it first.
1: <laughs> All right, tell everybody. Let's let's tell everybody how they can find you on social media on the web, but also if they want to get on your database to get you to come to their city, what do they do?
0: Yeah. So. So first of all, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. We're I-Y-K-Y-K dot dating. And we also have a Facebook group. Uh, it's called the I-Y-K-Y-K dating community. And it's pretty cool. We have, I think, 1,500 people in there right now. And it's growing so fast where people from all around the country, they just, we just have a good like um, like a prompt every day about dating that people discuss. So it's super fun. And then if you want us to come to your city, you must fill out that interest form, which you can find in the biography, the bio of either our TikTok or our Instagram. Right now we're working on a website that is not, it's not finished yet. So you're going to find that, um, that link basically in any of the bios or the Facebook as well. You can find that there. I'm, I'm fill great. it out, send it to your single friends. Yeah.
1: I'm very impressed. If you did your first event in December, 2021, and it's only what July of 2022 and you're full-time already, I've been doing city for seven years and I've never been paid. So hats off to you. That's amazing.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, God is God's providing it's, it's, uh, I mean much, but it's, it's working.
1: (laughs) All right, everybody go follow, uh, Mel on social media and connect with the dating page. And, um, I know we have people, a lot of people that we have a lot of people in their 30s. We have some in their 20s, but probably a lot of people in their 40s too. I would go ahead and, and connect with uh, them the anyway, because there's probably a pretty good chance that you will do events for older people at some, some, some point, I'm sure, right?
0: Yeah, definitely still sign up, put your information in so then we can at least draw from that.
1: Cool, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on tonight. It was great having you.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: Okay, we'll stay in touch. All right.
0: All right, Bye.
1: thanks.